1: Hey there, my name is Ricky Smith, and I'm the founder of Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere, a nonprofit that simply does exactly what it says, promote kindness everywhere. We know the world is crazy right now. If you are searching for a podcast that has a deeper conversation about race, my co-host Angel Gray and I will be discussing everything going on right now on our podcast, Random Acts of Podcast on Blue Wire Podcast Network. To find out more, go to rakenow.org. Enjoy the show.
2: What is up, people? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello, Zertiver. Hello,
1: hello, Jake. How, How are you
2: doing? No, 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 no. I asked first.
1: I beat you to it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Great, great.
2: <laughs> I'm doing well, man. I am caffeinated. I am ready for this. I hope you guys Always are as story. well. Now you answer very quickly.
1: Yeah, life is good. I've, you know, got some new sandals. So, hey, even better. <laughs>
2: wow, you really kept it.
1: Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> as per usual, we hope you guys, guys enjoy.
2: It's been, like, we say it every week, but mm. this week and next week, it's going to be crazy for a long, long time, especially the wild times we are in. At the bottom line, we hope you guys are all staying safe, staying healthy.
1: Uh, shall we roll it? Uh, yeah, real quick before we jump right into it. We've got a couple questions recently. Uh, if we're on Spotify or iTunes, the podcast, and yes, we are. If you look up Prediction, that's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N, uh, we're right there as part of their esports talk show network. So check it out. We appreciate all right.
2: it. And uh, with that, let's kick it off. And in big news, of course, this past week, we had Valorant's release. I'm sure we'll talk about this later on in the podcast. The timing of that release, quite unfortunate, Mm -hmm. but we do see several teams out there either finishing their rosters or announcing their rosters. Zan, I want to talk about one particular organization that I greatly respect and what could pay off as the biggest gamble or what could burn down as uh, one of the worst investments we have seen when it comes time for Valorant, Mm -hmm. that being T1. And we have a long yeah, talked about that's them. Fair. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I really do enjoy these guys. Of course, formerly SKT, if you guys don't know, now T1, um, still w- well known for the Korean League of Legends scene. And this organization, I would say this for the headline, is now taking the Valorant as seriously as League of Legends. They are looking as Valorant as the next League of Legends and as the next big eSport. And that, as a bottom line, I do respect and it's very cool to see, if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, they just finished their North American roster, uh, finishing up with Skadoodle, uh, which is a pretty cool pickup. That roster in itself has a bunch of fun storylines. The first ever Valorant Pro, uh, three former iBUYPOWER Power guys, they're all Counter-Strike guys, even the coach as well. They've also now announced a North American Academy of team, brought to us by Joe Marsh, who actually heads T1, and... A Korean lineup is now underway. And so I think it's so, so cool to see a team out there want to take a risk on what could be the next big eSport and announce, confirm for the future, three separate rosters.
1: Uh, first of all, let me just say, it's going to take me literally years to stop thinking of them as SKT. Yes. It's so weird that they're just T1 now. And it's like yeah.
2: SKT or SKT T1. T1. And yeah, yeah. now it's T1. <laughs> I, dude, I uh-huh. had the same thought today yep. when I was thinking about it. I was like, God, <laughs> SKT is just like, it's stuck in my yeah,
1: head. Yeah, I, I give... Check back in a decade from now, I'll still be talking about them as SKT, but you know, uh, that's besides the point. Uh, One of the
2: overlooked rebrands, so I'll give you that. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) I think it's amazing to see a team like, you know, swinging so big and really investing so much time, money, energy into a game that's so early on in its development, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, Fascinating, I think it's an interesting call, probably smarter for them to make than it would be for some other organizations, yep. given their region, because uh, I think the game is almost guaranteed to be a huge success in Asia, even though I think that's still kind of up in the air in in some western regions, I think that's you know debatable. But in Asia, hey, it's gonna be huge. And the earlier they can have, fans get attached to T1 and start building a relationship with the players and really connecting T1 as the Valorant org, you know, the better for the team.
2: Yeah, and I, this is why I bring these topic up topics up on the podcast, because mm-hmm. you bring such a great perspective that, you know, in the midst of a, of a solo video where it's just me, I don't think of these points. You know, there's so many tangents that... To be
1: fair, your points are usually solid, though. Thank don't you, don't, you know, <laughs> don't discount <laughs> your, your job. Yeah. I, I love the
2: fact that you also bring up, you know, this could be a good financial move, especially we've already seen a ton of Asian teams. Now, it might right. not be teams of note that you've all heard of. When it comes time for numbers of teams, though, the Asian market has been flooded with teams signing up to compete in this upcoming... Esport and I want to bounce one last point is when it comes time for what they've invested. We don't know the numbers, but when it comes time for a North American roster, a North American Academy, and a Korean lineup as well, you might think, wow, they're probably spending a decent amount of cash. Mm -hmm. And then we ask the question, well, yeah, but look at all the teams out there investing 25 plus mil into a Call of Duty franchise. Right. You know, down the line, we're gonna we're gonna assess all these investments, right? We've seen a Virtus Pro investor drop hundred million dollars million. We've seen Immortals Gaming buy out the Optic Gaming brand in several teams for $100 million. We have seen 12 Call of Duty League organizations invest $25 million. We will see what investments pay off. And I hope that years from now, we're talking about this as one of the bigger gambles that did or or maybe did not pay off. And so it's very, very cool what T1 is doing. And we will see how their success continues and how Valorant success also continues.
1: All right, Jake, I figured I'd address the more serious topic of the week up top. That way we can end on a happier note, you know. Fair uh, enough. I would be remiss if I did not discuss probably the biggest piece of global news at the moment, which is the riots and protests that are broken out after the, uh, the death of George Floyd or the killing of George Floyd at the hand of uh, some police officers in America. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is just to highlight how this is still kind of – very is it while it may not seem directly connected to gaming and esports this is still very much an important thing to be aware of because of how it can affect gaming and esports at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, outside of the fact that yes this is a uh, a moral issue a political issue some might describe it as but uh we've seen already how this moment in time is affecting the games that we love, right? Like Call of Duty, uh, Infinity Ward rather specifically, uh, earlier released a statement saying that they're gonna start cracking down on racial names and racial racial abuse in their games, which is kind of odd. I'm like wondering why why not just do it before. Like you know, interesting, yeah. interesting call. But hey, I love to see it. Uh, we have people doing amazing things, like Doctor Disrespect donating entire month of earnings, I believe. Like that, incredible move. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We
2: we've talked not to deter too no, much, hey, but it, we, you it. know, we've seen a long laundry list, and I think a lot of them do deserve their credit. Ninja mm-hmm. taking his stances, Nick Merck's cutting ties with you know.
1: National yeah, Guard. It, which is amazing. I mean, Nick Merckx, that happened in like a day. It
2: has to, has to be a tough move to make, mm. you know, uh, not to make this sound as if that this is, you know, as the same worth of note. But still, we have seen many publishers, developers also pushing back updates, pushing back releases, mm. uh, you know, to, get, to not distract people from. We've seen streamers taking breaks on a Blackout Tuesday, which it was last week, um, to, you know, to not distract people from a, a very, very big issue.
1: Yeah, and it's like it it has been really amazing to see the whole gaming community come together and pretty much industry and community wide show their support for you know what's going on right now in America. And uh, I suppose not to dwell on it too much. I'd like to say that we, of course, uh, condemn any actions that aren't you know for the sake of equality. And I think a lot of people are wondering what to do or what should we be worried about companies that are saying stuff like black lives matter or saying that they stand for equality even though they may have made some decisions in the past that are very directly very provably counter to that thought process um my thinking is that it's still kind of important that they say these things even if they're disingenuous because if nothing else they're still spreading the message and they're still normalizing it and such and i think that that can only be a good thing at the end of the day
2: yeah We've definitely seen a lot of companies out there, again, tied to gaming, esports, make Mm. their statements. Um, Like you said, we've seen Riot Games, we've seen Mm. Activision Blizzard, Epic Games, others follow suit as well. And clearly some of those have made decisions in the past that don't align with the words they are now using.
1: Yeah, unfortunately in the recent history. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: to that point, you know, to give at least some credit for making these statements. It was going to be controversial whether or not they chose to do mm, so. They absolutely. did choose to do so. And I think I'll stick to the point where we have to move forward. Mm-hmm. You can't change what you've done in the past, and we can only hope they live by the words they posted uh, in the future is probably the best way I can I can put it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, that's that can be said for everyone. Yeah. You know, even if we've made mistakes in the past, it's the time to really, like, analyze that and take it as an opportunity to improve our, all of ourselves, you know, yeah. going forward. So, you know, that's that. I, I think I'm, I'm
2: glad you brought it up now. Mm. And we've definitely seen so many people make their stances, make their moves and, mm. um, you know, do what they can for this movement. Uh, I think it's in a weird way. It's it's brought out a, a, still a lot of negativity in its yeah. own right. Unfortunately, it's always going to. But it's yeah. also brought out a lot of, you know, hard standing people out there and, and definitely people who hopefully will be continuing to want to make these changes. Mm. Um, so it's it's been very interesting, I would say, to see what players and streamers, content creators, gaming companies have done so far. And uh, we'll keep you guys posted for sure as this does become an ongoing issue, and, and certainly has been for some time.
1: Yeah, and shows no sign of stopping.
2: Yeah, uh, I think we'll just see what happens next. Mm. But again, like we said before, we hope you guys are all staying safe and staying mm. healthy. We do care about you guys, and uh, yeah, we're absolutely. glad that all of us can you know talk about this stuff respectfully. And before our next topic, guys, a quick message about our sponsor. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a bracket-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary and what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution, and now, let's get back to the next topic. And kind of bouncing off, you know, uh, uh, certainly what could be a a controversial issue, I think by a lot of eyes out there, Uh, continuing on to another one, is that uh, Riot Games and Tencent have released Valorant, what could be one of the most untimely releases We have ever seen with all the ongoing issues we've already discussed during this podcast. And I'm sure you guys are well aware. I think I want to preface by saying, I think this is probably the most unfortunate timing. Not all of it faults on riot games or 10 cent. We don't know what happened behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. but certainly Zan, uh, this past week, this podcast is actually pre recorded. Valorant went ahead and actually still launched on what became known as Blackout Tuesday. Um, there are certainly a lot of fans, as well as players and viewers of that game and of gaming in general, that probably either A, have mm-hmm. no idea what was going on, B, also probably don't care what was going on
1: yeah they just want to play their game but i think it's
2: fair for us to say given all the other delays Mm -hmm. and uh, of updates releases i mean i could list a long name for all of you guys streamers also not streaming Mm -hmm. we have activision blizzard uh, delaying a lot of releases activision for you know multiple call of duty titles actually delaying updates Mm -hmm. fortnite pushed back a season uh twitch by the way who had a correlated launched tournament with valorant it was supposed to be on tuesday they too even pushed it back um among many other people, uh, PlayStation themselves? Yeah, that, that's the
1: one that's really wild to me. I mean, PlayStation delayed the announcement, the official reveal of the PlayStation 5, which has been highly anticipated. I'd say that's a much bigger event than the launch of Valorant, you yeah. know? Uh, just because it's more, more broad, if nothing else. And if they can push that back, then Riot absolutely can delay the launch of a game that's only coming out digitally.
2: And I'm, I'm simply just trying to paint one mm-hmm. side, that being that plenty of people, organizations and companies on that same day or within that same period of time announced delays of pretty big events for them. And Valorant did not. I am not fully blaming Riot Games. Again, Mm -hmm. like we just said, we don't know. We do not know. And obviously this was a big thing for them. Mm -hmm. They could have found out within hours. And they did release, I believe, earlier in the Asian region. So and this all happened again around it
1: was Yeah, it was Blackout Tuesday did come together pretty quickly. So it is always there is the possibility that by the time it happened, or before like Riot actually knew what the procedure was, the game was already live in Asia, and then it's just weird to release it you there launch non- it there. And then yeah,
2: obviously they were putting sticky shoes I was mm. surprised though because that team w- has been very transparent I wish mm. they maybe even would have come forward and said hey guys. Yeah,
1: see that that's what that's I agree But does that yeah. draw
2: more eyes to it make it look worse? We yeah. don't know. It's, it's a very very combative time for I think a lot it of would have
1: it would have made a lot of sense if they were just like look guys we understand, and here is a either why we can't push back the release, yep. but we still want to show our support, and so maybe do make a donation in the name of the release yeah. or something, you know. Or they could have said, you know, in another world where they decided not to release, a statement saying like, hey, we did, we decided not to release for these reasons, and here's yeah. why.
2: Because now, it, without their statement, it makes mm. a lot of people, I would say rightfully so, kind of just speculate what happened, right? Um, yeah. because so many other teams had delayed around the same time, it does make you curious if Riot Games had enough notice. We, again, do not know that. Mm. And at the end of the day, now we're left to speculate, okay, maybe it wasn't the Valorant dev team, because obviously their hands are being forced. Was it Riot Games, or was it your partial owner's Tencent, who was like, yeah. we don't care about this issue? And mm. that's, that's a, again, that could be a drastic take. This is speculation. Mm. Were they forced at some upper hand? And then, it co- of course, the fire does come down, to the valorant team mm-hmm. and so now they have not announced anything maybe we'll never hear anything about this i would say at the end of the day whether or not you blame riot games or 10 cent whoever had um, the choice in this or whether you don't blame them this could possibly be one of the most unfortunate timings of a release that that i personally have ever seen
1: oh yeah absolutely
2: and uh and and now we of course will talk about more in the future that mm-hmm. being valorant viewership and valorant player base yeah, i don't then- think it's directly correlated but we are seeing a
1: mixed I I mean I, I don't even know even I don't even know that it's mixed it's bad yeah it's like it is shocking how I think what was the number I think I wrote it down yeah um closed beta had an three average times. yeah of three times more viewers than the actual launch of the game yeah which that is a staggering amount of people who are just like yeah I'm, I'm not I'm chilling yeah. and it's not like viewership hasn't rebounded since blackout Tuesday either it's not like people just weren't watching that day came back on Wednesday no they're just, People have just lost interest to an extent.
2: Yeah, we're going to see where this one goes. Obviously, the main point here being the very unfortunate Mm. timing, I think that maybe played a tiny, tiny part. And we'll see how Valorant, if they can bounce back, how they do. And, of course, we'll break that down for you guys um, as it does come out.
1: All right, Jake. I guess it's Riot Games week because this is another story. (laughs) Last week, we were all League of Legends, too. We're sorry, guys. Hey, we gotta have, at least we'll give you guys two weeks of League of Legends content, and then- We'll be back. Yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, how often do we talk about League on this podcast? And next
2: next podcast segment will be a good one, too, so hit Uh, me with it.
1: Yeah, okay, so this is a confusing one. it's very positive at its face value, but it gets weird towards the end. Uh, Recently, we talked about how Overwatch is bringing drops back to the Overwatch League, Mm -hmm. and they made an interesting call to not have drops available on YouTube, which is their exclusive streaming partner. And instead, they're hosting them only on the Overwatch uh, esports website. When they made that announcement, everybody was confused. People were generally like, this is a horrible idea. Why would you do it this way? Yeah, And obviously didn't really do much for their viewership. Interestingly enough, uh, Riot Games, owner of the number 1 esport in the world, had decided to make the exact same weird decision.
2: Oh, it's going to be through LoL Esports
1: portal? Yes, they have they have announced that drops for League of Legends are returning for the LCS, LCS and LEC summer split. But you can't get drops on YouTube or Twitch at all. You have to watch on watch.lal Why are they
2: why are they doing this?
1: Right? That's why I wanted to bring it up. Because I don't I genuinely I can't think of a good reason. If
2: you guys don't know, Call of Duty League also on YouTube did the mm. same exact thing. They did it what we see, in our opinion, as the right way. You can watch on YouTube and mm. still get your drops. So for Overwatch and now League of Legends, you have to go to those personal websites. To actually get the drops, uh, so not through the actual, you know, Twitch or YouTube streams, which is incredibly weird because yeah. we've seen Twitch drops do so so well, mm. and especially with League of Legends viewership, uh, even on YouTube, League of Legends viewership does really well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can't understand why they'd want to do this, especially after the success they saw with Valorant with drops specifically. Is
2: because. So League of Legends, and again, I don't know exclusivity when it comes time for their rights. They are a bit of a weird one because Mm -hmm. they do stream very well on YouTube Mm -hmm. and on Twitch. So maybe were they afraid that if – was there some sort of thing with – if they gave Twitch drops that YouTube would be like, hello? I don't know. That that would obviously flood way more people to Twitch than YouTube. That's the only thing I
1: could think of. It's always possible, but this just seems like a weird way to like – split the community, especially because my main, my main thing is that so if it's on a portal like this as opposed to Twitch or YouTube, let's say like I watch all my content on my TV through my PS4 yeah. and a lot of people use Chromecast or Roku or their Xbox or something like that and so you can't watch esports and get drops at all because you can't watch on the web portal, you don't have an app. Is their portal also in their, uh, their game client though? Uh, I don't believe so. I believe they were very specific that you had okay, to be on the website. Okay, because that, yeah. that would
2: also make possible sense. I will mm. say to their credit, if mm. anyone can do this and make it work just fine, they yeah. are fine on viewership. I don't
1: think they have to worry about too much. It's
2: league. Like they don't they mm. don't need more viewership, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe that this is like a a tease. We'll we'll start here. We'll yeah. increase viewership <laughs> a little bit, and then we'll hit them home with the Twitch or YouTube drops.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will be interesting. I think maybe we'll we'll hear about your theory. Um. In terms of that. Comparison between Twitch and YouTube down the line when YouTube is sorted out drops hundred percent because it seems like there's some kind of problem there Yeah, maybe once they have full drops fully It'll come to both YouTube and Twitch and then we will know you were right then.
2: Yeah, we'll know you're right yeah. <laughs> Those are Words I rarely hear <laughs> yeah, we'll see I, this is why we need more connections out there if you mm. guys know why all of these um, all of a sudden all these games don't want to actually put drops on the actual streaming platforms You drop a hint down below. We'll find out. League of Legends wants to increase viewership. Certainly they will, as they too now have added drops. All right, guys. To close out this podcast, I'm going to bring us a weird segment because if you guys don't know, we actually use some of these podcast highlights as solo videos. I wanted to change it up this week and have something very fun. If you guys like this, make sure to let us know so we can do more of this. If you have any other ideas, let us know as well. We're going to play what is called the... uh, I think it's the word association
1: game. Yeah, that sounds about right. It, it's, yeah.
2: <laughs> shut the frick up. So I'm going to call out, you know, 10, 11, 12 esports orgs. And me and Zan are going to say the first person or, or word in general that comes mm. to your mind. In order for us to bail out on some of these, and again, we're going to sound like idiots for a few of these. You guys can, of course, comment yours down below what you would say. I'm going to say an esports organization name. Okay. And you can either say a word or a name that comes to mind. I'm ready. And I might say both because I, I don't, mm. don't want to feel bad. <laughs> All right,
1: here we go. Yeah, hit me with it. Hit me with it. So the first one is Team Liquid. Horses.
2: Okay, you're going to take this a weird way.
1: Yeah, the okay. logo kind of looks like it's a Pegasus, right? I like the way you Yeah. Think. Uh-huh. I was going to say
2: Double Lift, although he's currently on TSM, oh, I when see. I think Liquid, I think Double Lift.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that, that if I had to pick a second one, I would immediately not just go Double Lift, I'd go Double Lift Conspiracy. Okay. Like All with, right, with so. like with Lena because oh, it's 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 poison the well. It's poison the well.
2: <laughs> I love this already. Okay, next up is FaZe Clan. Banks. I was going to say banks, yeah, banks as well or Controversy Kings.
1: Call of Duty Trick Shots. But he yeah. He is
2: definitely the face, I would say, mm-hmm. when it comes time for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right.
1: G2 Esports Samurai. Samurai, okay. Ocelot, yeah, is Ocelot with G2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I thought so, I I was pretty sure, but like, hey, I, I was gonna say
2: Ocelot, Mm. or uh, I was actually gonna say, uh, not Controversy Kings, because I made sure that was her phase Clan, Mm. the bad boys. I think they kind of fit the bad boy role.
1: I'd say Ocelot does, I don't know about the rest of G2.
2: Yeah, the League of Legends team definitely kinda, I don't know, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Yeah, definitely (laughs) in person, they're probably not bad boys, but Uh Ocelot gives off that. All right, (laughs) this one's gonna be Fnatic.
1: See, I don't. Mm. It's tough, right? Yeah, I just think of their logo redesign and how it's like, you know, so subtle. That's fair. And so like, you I, think yeah. the logo? Uh-huh. Think I, like, I think logo and I think merchandise. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> Tony totally the was, Tiger. Uh,
2: CS:GO fans. <laughs> 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 Jesus. CS:GO fans know uh, this one. When I think Fnatic, I think of uh, kind of the 0330 kind mm. of thing going on. Um, but I also think Swedish. I don't know why.
1: Fair play. I and mean, JW, you guys. <laughs> um, TSM. Well, I mean immediately Lena, but that's that's just cuz right now that's I don't too easy. I have no attachment to TSM overall. I don't like their logo. That's that's my thought process. As of
2: late if I hear yeah. TSM, I think of of drama. Yeah. Uh this is going to be a tougher one as we
1: close out this list. Navi. Uh the phew, what's Homie's name. I'm gonna sound like an idiot. Simple. Yeah, simple. Okay, yeah, I'm not a CSGO GO guy. Apologies. Yeah. And none of these, none of these are fighting game I'm wars. So, sorry. so I'm like, <laughs> gonna bring up Knuckle Dew from Liquid. All right, let's man. do
2: let's do two more. If you guys right. want more of this, uh, make sure to let us know. Cloud Nine.
1: Ah, merchandise.
2: Merch. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, merch and Isaac. I, Isaac, our good uh, friend. Isaac. Our boy. Our
2: <laughs> We got a boy yeah. we got a boy who actually has a cloud 9 tattoo
1: uh-huh. die
2: hard yeah die hard buy
1: like literally Nine. like uh, every time a drop happens he'll send me like some questions about, like oh, what do you think about the merchandise here you which know, pieces should I grab It's never the question is never should I buy the merch it's, it's how much of the merch do I buy
2: <laughs> I think of uh, <laughs> surprisingly I think of sneaky
1: Mm, that's fair I, I think he's like yeah he's for,
2: yeah I, I don't know Yeah. I also think of like Liquid's younger brother that's like mm. trying to compete at all times <laughs> obviously most recent League of Legends yes Cloud9 very very but I think mm. in most light most of the time they're always chasing Liquid
1: yeah I think that's fair and like Sneaky is a good pick He was like he's kind of the face of Cloud9 he's for very, several years yeah, yeah.
2: alright last one for this one
1: Hundred thieves. Uh, Nade shot, of course. Yeah, I think it's, it's tough not to think yeah. of the boy Nade yeah. when it comes to this one. Because yeah, of course, because he is such like a I don't know if I'd say a rarity, but he's such a unique story in esports and a big story, just yeah. like
2: just like Ocelot, right? It's yeah, kinda, absolutely. I think they definitely paint themselves as a big face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that, dude. If, yeah, you, that was guys, fun. if yeah. you guys want another one, maybe we'll change it up and actually force ourselves to like actually name players mm. or words. I don't know. I wanted to try that out, but I'll just
1: we pick one. <laughs>
2: so when you guys hear all those esports orgs, what do you think about? All righty, this has been a roller coaster of yeah, a podcast, little bit, my little man. Bit. Up and down, up and down. Oh my gosh, that was like. Oh, that would. <laughs> anyway, we hope you guys all enjoy same mm. time, same day, every single week, the Esports Rewind podcast, as per usual. At this point in the podcast, Xanifer, hit him with that good old.
0: That
1: outro. <laughs> all right. The spiel will be quick this week. Uh, as always, thank you everyone for tuning in. If you'd like to check out the podcast on, you know, iTunes, Spotify, your favorite podcast platform of choice, we're on the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That's P R E E D I C T I O N. Tons of other great esports talk shows there as well. So, and you know, by all means, check it out. We appreciate all of our audio listeners. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to check out our daily esports news content, we post tons of videos every single day. Check us out on YouTube at Esports Talk. You can also find us at our website, Esports Talk. Talk.com. We have articles that break down a little bit more of what Jake might talk about as well as you know a lot of other interesting stories out there. Uh, if you want to reach out, say send us a kind word, a story, all of the above. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us in the comments of all of our videos or on Twitter at talk underscore esports or on Instagram at esports underscore talk.
2: Thank you all, by the <laughs> way, who reach out via DM. We yeah. really appreciate those. Thank you all who leave comments. We usually read those. I can't reply to all of them, but we yeah. enjoy them as well. Until next time, we hope you guys all enjoy. Take care of yourselves. All Stay right? safe. We'll see you guys back here next time. Bye.